0: pastor? On the Lord. He is the one who meets our needs. He is the one who reaches out and touches our hearts. He is the one. It's the Lord. And he has everything you need. He has everything you need. Thank you, God.
1: one more time. Suddenly, <laughs> glory to God. Thank you to the team for that special man. I, when I was preparing for this, I told Pastor I was joking with him in the office just a few minutes ago. This, this was one of the weirdest preparation times for a service I've ever had. I probably wrote twelve different messages, and nothing seemed to sit right. <laughs> But God began to deal with me, specifically about, (laughs) reminded me of when I was driving a vehicle a couple months ago. I looked down in the center console because a light had flashed on and it said, low oil. (laughs) Went, oh, wonderful, low oil. (laughs) So I went back home, you know, do an oil change, fill the thing back up, get it ready. For those of you who know mechanics, you don't want to be running an engine with low oil, with no oil, it'll burn up had that happen in our van about a year ago, $7,000 motor. (laughs) Ouch. (laughs) But somebody called, said that God told them to pay off our motor.
0: Awesome.
1: So we had it for $0. We had a suddenly pastor, (laughs) had a sudden call, not a mighty rushing wind, but we had a sudden call. I want to ask you guys something tonight as we get into this. What can God do in a moment? What can God do in a suddenly? That's right. Anything and everything. I was reading a scripture the other day, and it says, is anything too hard for the Lord our God? It's not a rhetorical question that actually, you know, is an answer. It requires an answer. Because your life and your experience in this life will be determined based off of how you answer that question. Is anything too hard for our God? Because I can tell you for the idols that I see, whether that be statues, whether that be the addiction to fame, glory that the world gives, all those kinds of things, or a temple on a mountaintop, those idols, those things cannot do anything and everything. That's right. The Bible says they can't speak, they can't move. But we have a God who speaks, who moves, who answers by fire and performs suddenlies in our midst. I was preaching for a group in Pakistan a couple weeks ago and the pastor got the, <laughs> the testimonies back from that. I want to read that real quick before we jump in here and set the expectation for you tonight that God is going to do some things. It's going to be those of you that get healed while I'm preaching without me even laying hands on you.
0: That's good. Awesome.
1: Filled with joy. Yeah. Good. Ha, uh, ha, ha. I told you I just had somebody joking with me about it too. I was like, is it going to be another one of those ha, ha services tonight? And I said, whatever the Lord wants. <laughs> Sometimes people need a ha, ha service. This was the report that we had from your remote village meeting in May. We had a blessed time and over 99 precious souls were saved. Glory. Many people were healed and there were outstanding miracles while the people were hearing the word of the Lord. One woman who had a shoulder problem, her shoulder was actually broken, was healed, had full mobility and was able to give me testimony afterwards.
0: Wow.
1: One woman of a stum- has an issue in her stomach and she was in so much pain. She got healed and was able to give testimony. One was depressed, addicted to drugs, was healed and gave testimony of this back in May. Over 79 other people were instantaneously healed from different pains and sicknesses in their body. The second one, greetings. 73 people got saved at this most recent meeting. Many were healed and there were outstanding miracles. One woman had a frozen jaw, unable to move her mouth. She was healed with full mobility. One man had diabetes. He was healed and brought back clear reports from the doctors. One woman had horrible pain in her ribs and was able to twist and move with no pain, and sixty nine other miracles and instantaneous healings happened that night.
0: Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Suddenly. Suddenly, that's right.
1: (laughs) Suddenly. God is no respecter of persons. What he'll do in a little dusty Pakistani village, he'll do here yes. in Wheeler, Michigan. Yeah,
0: yeah.
1: He's been doing in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Broken Arrow actually is where Ramah is. Suddenly. Father, we thank you tonight that your spirit is here. Your spirit is already moving. Lord, you suddenly is in our midst tonight. Lord, we yield fully to you. Signs, wonders, and miracles. A filling of joy for those who are Hmm. Silently suffering, thinking that no one else notices. Father, you notice and you see. Fill them with your refreshing. Bringing hope to the disappointed. Bringing relief to the pained. Bringing health and miracles to the sick. Father, we declare by faith that no sickness, no disease is safe in this room tonight. No demonic affliction is safe in this room tonight no depression is safe in this room tonight. Father, we thank you that the joy of the Lord is our strength, that the stripes of Jesus took every sickness, every disease and every pain. Father, we thank you the wounds and stripes on his back were for all time. We thank you for it, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. (laughs)
0: Let's
1: start with this. Acts chapter 2. I'm going to go to a few different spots tonight. Thank you, Lord. (laughs) Acts chapter 2, verse 1. When the day of Pentecost had come, they were all gathered together in one place. This is Acts chapter 2, verse 1. When the day of Pentecost had come, they were all gathered together in one place. What's the next words here, guys? Suddenly, there came from heaven a noise like a violent rushing wind, and it filled and shook the entire house that they were sitting in. And there appeared to them as tongues of fire distributed on each and every one of them. They were all, say all, all, filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. When God moves in this place tonight, I want you to know several things. There will be a moving and that there will be a shaking in you. Whether that is shaking things off, placing things on the inside, the filling, each and every one of them. It says they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak with other tongues. I don't care if you're in here and you think, well, God's not going to see, God's not going to care, God's not going to notice. The diagnosis is too bad myself hate is too bad no is anything too hard for the Lord if your answer is yes then my friend you need a revelation of who God is you need to know that not only is he able but he's also willing because he's a good father because a good father wants to bring health and restoration and provision for his children whether that is spirit soul and body suddenly I don't care how long that thing has had a hold of you. I was on a phone call with a lady. Get this, a phone call. At the Prayer and Healing Center, I go in uh, at Ramah, the, the Prayer and Healing Center, a couple days a week. I've been doing this for 14, 16 months now. I tallied it up with, with my wife. This has been, and this is one-on-one ministry over the phones. It's been 600, 650 hours where God has had me practicing this, ministering one-on-one to the on. sick, to the lonely, to the needy. And this woman calls, Answer the phone. Oh, thank you for calling. And I could tell she's very upset. And she said, I just need a touch from the Lord today. And I go, okay, wait, like, hey, ma'am, what's going on? How can we pray for you? God is the God of miracles. He'll meet you right where you're at. And she was like, you don't understand. She said, this has been going on for 25 years and starts telling me all about how much, how bad this thing is. I'm like, ma'am, 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 stop for a second. Stop for a second. <laughs> what is wrong? And she said, 25 years ago, I fell down and I broke my leg in three places. And she said, I've been bound to a wheelchair for 25 years in horrible pain and I have not walked a step in 25 years. Dakota set this up perfectly on Sunday morning. Do I put a question mark where God put a period? Do I put a question mark where God put an exclamation point? If he said, by the stripes of Jesus, you were healed, does that mean might be healed? No. If, he, if he feels like he's in the healing mood today?
0: <laughs>
1: if you've been good enough? No. So I told this lady, I said, listen, 1 Peter 2.24, by his stripes you were healed. And she goes, yeah, 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 I know. Like, I'm just, I'm, just waiting on, I'm just waiting on God to heal me. And I said, I don't think you heard what I said. I said, go to First Peter 2, 24. She says, yeah, 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 by Jesus' stripes, I, I am healed. And I said, no, it says was, you were healed. She said, but I haven't been able to walk. And I said, Jesus is not gonna come back down, tie himself to a whipping post and take more lashes for this sickness. He paid the full penalty 100%, 2,000 years ago, when he was stripped of his clothes and beaten to a bloody pulp. It says he took every sickness, every disease, and every pain. Whether that's a broken leg, a tumor, paralyzed. There was a six-year-old boy in one of the Pakistan meetings a little while ago. He jumps up and starts running in the middle of the meeting. Okay, nothing weird about that. He's six years old. Pastor tells me afterwards, uh, he was paralyzed from the neck down. And suddenly, he sits up, jumps up, and takes off running. And I just go, it's a little boy that's running. No, it was a miracle. I'm just telling them about the love of God. God sees you. God knows you. God has a plan for your life. And his plan for you is not to crush you with sickness, on, disease, man. sin, and condemnation. Come on. He lifts up those who are bowed over. He binds up the brokenhearted. He heals the sick. He redeems those. Or lost in sin he did it for me and he'll do it for you if you'll believe yep. Yep. didn't forget the story so this lady 25 years sick hurting i told her the testimony about how my knee got taken out the doctors told me you're gonna have to have surgery you blew up everything in your knee you broke your leg nine to twelve months of surgery plates pins the whole deal and i looked the surgeon in the eyes and i said i'm not getting the surgery and he goes uh what and i was like i'm not getting the surgery." Son, I've been a sports doctor for quite a few years. No one comes back from this injury. You will not walk normal for the rest of your life.
0: Right. <laughs> Come on. Come on, you.
1: Come on. Five days after that, getting better and better and better and better, I stand up and start walking. Right. I'm with the leg that they said was broken and would take at a minimum nine to 12 months and at least two surgeries.
0: That happened while
1: you were here. That right? happened while I was here. Yeah. It was at Chuck Seeley's house. Right. <laughs> <laughs> the, per- the person that hit me is in this room I'm not going to say who it was or where they're sitting <coughs> Dawson <clears throat> sorry <laughs> sorry I just you know had a, had a sneeze there for a second <laughs> so this lady tells me it's been 25 years and you can hear the tangible disappointment in her voice she said I have called prayer lines before I go okay I have had ministers pray for me before. I've been in meetings before. Okay? She's like, I just don't know. I just don't know. And I said, ma'am, what does the word say? Here's the problem. So often, we get stuck up here. And we never actually live from our spirit. God asks you to have faith like a child.
0: Come on.
1: Not faith like a scientist. Listen, God didn't ask you to have faith like a scientist. God asked you to have faith like a child. It's simple faith. I have realized this the longer that I have been in healing ministry, again, going through 650 hours almost of ministering one-on-one with people with different kinds of problems. A a, a pastor, a rhema pastor who calls from Tennessee, my grandson is in a medically induced coma and there is a bacteria eating his brain and the doctor said he has six hours to live. And I'm on the phone line going, all right, this is cool, yeah, yeah, and I get that call and I go, hmm, Okay. Hope you had your spiritual Wheaties for breakfast that morning (laughs) is anything too hard for our God I don't care if it's a cancerous tumor or if it's a bacteria that's eating this kid's brain he's in a coma and he's gonna die tonight so what do you do I will not be moved by what I hear by what I see or by what other people say so when he calls in you know what I tell him well your grandson's going to have a miracle. Good. Josh, Josh, how could you say that? I know in whom I have believed.
0: Yes.
1: This is more than just a bunch of words on paper to me. Yes. I have seen this work in 14 nations over the past 12 years. 14 nations, every kind of sickness, every kind of disease, every kind of thing immanageable. When demons are manifesting, people are trying to chain to the floor, trying to (laughs) choke me and kill me. I have seen it work. Why? Because this isn't just a book. This is the truth of the word of God. This is God breathed scripture. And I am deeply concerned by some things that I'm seeing and some trends in our church. God talking to me about low oil. The average Christian nowadays, across all denominations in the United States, prays one to five minutes a day. The average minister is five to 15.
0: Right.
1: People are asking, where's revival? Where's the miracles? Where's the healings? I know a particular missionary, he walked into a hospital. Every single person, in the hospital, this wind blows through the hospital, knocks open doors, every person on the sick beds gets up and walks out healed. In a hospital, another minister who goes into a blind school, 100% of the children have perfect sight. 100% clearing out hospitals, clearing out all these different things. And I hear people go, well, if God really heals, if God really blah, blah, blah. I had a guy call in and he's like, y'all are fakes and y'all are phonies because nobody gets healed there. I go, sir, let me tell you a story. (laughs) That little boy lived through the night. The next morning, brain activity comes back. The next day, he wakes up and starts talking. After having his brain being eaten by a bacteria, he starts talking to the doctors. That next Monday, he leaves the hospital. Hallelujah. When the world says, it's done, it's finished, Come on. Jesus said, it was finished on the cross. Yeah. 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 We are not finished. I don't care what situation you're going through. Whether, I don't care what the doctor, I don't care what the scientist, I don't care what the financial advisor, I don't care what anybody says, what the economy says, about you, about your business. Jesus finished it. You're not finished. The devil is finished. Poverty is finished. Sickness is finished. Condemnation is finished. Because you can have a suddenly in your life, when you grab hold of the word of God and say, this is mine. Hope you all wore your shouting clothes tonight because I'm about to do it for somebody. (laughs) This lady, I tell her, I said, you're going to have a miracle on this phone line today. And I said, get close to something you can stand up on. She goes, you think, you think, I, I was like, lady, I will drive over to your house right now. <laughs> In Tennessee, Carolina, something like that. I don't, I don't remember where she was from. Hundreds, of, if not a thousand miles away. And I said, get over towards something you can stand up on. Okay, okay, okay. Read these scriptures to her. And I said, I want you to make this declaration of this verse right here. By his stripes I was healed. Okay, okay, by his stripes, by his stripes I was healed. I said, put your faith into it. Get confident about it know in whom you have believed. This isn't some idol we're praying to. This is the God of the universe. Romans 8.11 says, the same Holy Spirit that raised Jesus' dead body lives on the inside of you, ma'am. His Holy Spirit that raised Christ, why couldn't he fix your leg right now and get you up walking? Come on. Why can't he do that suddenly? I don't care if it's been 25 years or two days. Okay, okay, okay. So I start praying for her, and then I hear... Something hit the floor, and she starts screaming. And I go, (laughs) either she's dead or we had a miracle. I don't really. (laughs) Do we need life alert, help, a phone, and I can't get up? Or, you know, glory alert. She just got healed. Okay. (laughs) I hear her screaming on the other line. I'm like, ma'am, ma'am, hello, ma'am. And she picks up the phone. She goes, I'm walking, I'm walking, I'm walking. And I go, Awesome. 25 years. That's awesome. 25 years and suddenly the anointing hits this lady fixes three breaks in her legs she has all pain leave she pulls herself up and starts walking over a phone line I'm not there spitting on her fiery preaching, anything like that <laughs> lady, get your poncho ready because I'm about to preach at you for five hours no the further I've gone in this relationship with God, I've realized it's not about me it's about the one who fills me. It's about the Father. Yes. Yes. If I realize who, what lives in me, the anointing of God, the Holy Spirit Himself, that He has, that He is the fullness that fills all in all, living on the inside, right. I'm not going to walk like a normal person. I'm not going to think like a normal person. The Word of God says the mindset on the flesh is death. But the mindset on the Spirit is life and peace. Yes. Life and peace. And peace. When my mindset changes and I get my mind off, what is possible in the earthly realms? How can I fix this financial thing in the earthly realms? How can I fix my income? How can I fix my body? How can I fix what my children are doing? My children are going crazy. This is happening. That's happening. Do I set my mind on the Word of God? Things change. It's life, it's peace. Suddenly, it begins to happen in those moments. This lady gets up and walks. After 25 years, I get off the phone with her and I got tears rolling down my eyes, and I just go, God, thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. That's why I do what I do. That's why I'm alive. That's why you're alive, is to reach the people around you, is to reach your community with the love, the hope, and the power of God. Whether that be what Mona and Tom are doing in Saginaw. True religion is feeding the widows and the orphans. Doing an amazing work there. Bikers, El Elyon, meaning all kinds of stuff in the schools with the youth, with the children. Here in the church, blessing the community. That's what this is all about. It's about bringing the kingdom to the place that you are so there can be a suddenly from God. Because when the kingdom of God came upon those 120 disciples, a suddenly shook the place that they were sitting in, but that suddenly didn't just shake the place. It shook them. It shook the community. And it shook Jerusalem. And then it shook Samaria. And then it shook the entire world. Your suddenly will not just affect you your suddenly affects other things. When somebody sees you and goes, well, Josh, you were in, you were in like a walker. You were in a chair a couple days ago. What happened? I had a suddenly from Jesus.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. What happened to your leg? Your leg was broken. Yeah, it was. But I had a suddenly from the great physician.
0: Come on, man.
1: Jehovah Rapha, the Lord who is our healer. Yeah. I looked that up. I was like, this is going to be one of the dumbest word studies ever. It just means he's the Lord who heals me. I looked it up, in the Hebrew it's called, the, the, the word is an imperfect tense. And I go, what is an imperfect tense? And I look it up, and it says, that is something that has started and has not stopped.
0: Come on. Yes, Lord. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It hasn't stopped.
1: It's an imperfect tense. It's not perfect. What's perfect is Jesus died on the cross. He paid the full price. The healing power of God is not completed yet. It hasn't finished. He's not just the God who was but now is not. He's not the God who was and is but won't be in the future. He's the God who was and is and is to come forever. That's why he is the I am. The I am fails you, fails me. And that's how this suddenly happens. We don't serve a dead God who was, and I just point back to the good old days and, the, man, when the, when the Brother Hagen's and, the, you know, the T.L. Osborns and all those guys were walking the earth and the John Lakes with bacteria and the bubonic plague dying in his hands. Right. Right. Man, that would have been great to live in those days or to be a disciple of Jesus and see the, the paralyzed walking and the, the lepers healed? No, God wants to do it in you now because I am fills you. And because you have I am, you can have a suddenly now. Man. <laughs> you can have a suddenly now. Psalm 92, verse 10 says this. This is what we're going to have tonight. Not just the suddenly, the mighty rushing wind, the anointing that is going to continue to fill this place and get stronger and stronger. I was having a hard time standing up up there because <laughs> the glory filled the place in prayer. Two days ago, I saw a cloud rolling in that back door where the red exit sign was. I saw it right there. It's clear as day. Praying in the spirit. Eyes were open. And I was taken here and I saw a cloud rolling in the back door beginning to rise. In this room. it's not weird. (laughs) The Bible says in the Old Testament, the cloud would descend upon the temple and the priests would get knocked over. They couldn't stand up to minister because the anointing and the presence and the glory of God suddenly just dropped on that temple and filled them. And when it happened, they couldn't stand up. Psalm 92, verse 10, you exalt my horn like an ox. (laughs) That's an interesting one. And I have been anointed with fresh oil. Let me read that to you out of the Good News Translation. You have made me as strong as a wild ox. How many of you guys want that tonight? Strength to return to you. The things that you thought have been growing weak, whether that's your eyes, your shoulder, your back, your knees, your kidneys. You have made me as strong as a wild ox, and you have blessed me with happiness. This one says, Your anointing has made me strong and mighty. And you have empowered my life for triumph by pouring fresh oil all over me. Let me read that one again. Your anointing has made me strong and mighty. You've empowered my life for triumph by pouring fresh oil all over me. Say this with me. Your anointing anointing has made me me strong and mighty. mighty. You've You've empowered my life for triumph. By pouring fresh oil oil. all over me. me. Now let me ask you a question. What is that oil? In Psalm 92.10, it says, you exalt my horn like an ox. Literally, that means a horn, a source of strength, or a flask of oil. A flask of oil. And that oil, (laughs) this is a funny one. Not just oil, but it means fatness. Fatness, increase, growth. Or also used as a medical balm. Some of us have low oil tonight. We have low expectations of what God can do because of disappointments in the past. Like Dakota said, we had something that we were standing on, that we were thinking about, that we were believing for, and then all of a sudden something hits and you just go, well, what on earth happened there? Are you going to let that, period? The devil put a little question mark right there. Well, maybe he doesn't always heal. You know, maybe he just decided that he's not going to. Maybe that relative is just too far gone and you should quit praying for them.
0: Right.
1: Maybe your child is just too deceived that that child will never see the truth. Good. Maybe you're just too hopeless. You can't break free from this thing. You've had this, this secret addiction for 15 years. You've had this bondage for 15 years. You wanted to kill yourself for the last eight. You failed the last four. Am I going to let that period become a question mark? Or am I going to take that and say, this is who I am. This is what I have. And I will believe God because I know in whom I have believed. I'm not believing in myself. I'm believing in the one who was and is and is to come. The one who spoke a single word and everything in our universe came into being. This is not a powerless God. This is not a powerless gospel. This is powerful. So he exalts it with fresh oil. Let me read Psalm 23 for you. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. That word want means to be in lack, to be in need, or to diminish or decrease. I will not lack, be in need, or diminish or decrease. I will not lack, I will not diminish, and I will not be in decrease. I will not lack, I will not be in need, and I will not decrease. The day of the righteous grows brighter and brighter. He takes me from one level of glory to another level of glory to another level of glory. My understanding of him is increasing. The anointing upon my life is increasing. I'm getting full of the Holy Spirit and power. I am seeing more happen in my life because I know that I am not going backwards. I'm going forwards. Because that's the shepherd that we have. He makes me lie down in green pastures besides the still, calming, quiet waters. He restores my soul. That word soul means appetite, desire, emotions, and passions. Wow. He restores my appetite, my desire, my emotions, and my passions. Some of you guys have had things hit you so hard that you have lost your passion. And God wants to restore that thing tonight. You ever seen a restoration of an old car? Just rusted out, looks nasty, looks disgusting. There's nothing that can good that can come out of this. This can't take us anywhere. And then a master restorer comes in, right. sandblast that thing, get some new parts, new leather for the seats, new steering wheel, new engine, new transmission, new wheels, shines it up, and then you see the end result, and you go, "Where's the old? The old's gone. Right. Yes. Restoration has come." now this thing can take us some places. This thing's gonna sound good, it's gonna look good, it's gonna have that power back that it lost because it got gutted, it got rusty, it got laid aside and forgotten about. Those of you guys that have had that tonight, God wants you to have an encounter with him that reignites that fire that died in you. We have so many opportunities, especially in this day, to start questioning God. And start going, well, what happened here, God? How come you weren't faithful here? Instead of realizing there is an enemy out there trying to destroy you. The devil comes to steal, kill, and destroy. But Jesus said, I've come that you might have life and have it more abundantly. And he tells Israel, death and life is set before you. Choose life. Well, how do I choose life? Proverbs 18. Death and life is where? Where? Your words, one translation says this, your words will build your life. They will frame your life. you ever seen a house going up? Framing sets the parameters, sets the edges for this house. You pour the foundation, you put the frame. There's a room here, there's a room there, there's a room there. Set your foundation wide, set your frame wide. I'm not gonna go smaller, I'm gonna increase. I'm gonna see more. Why? So that I can reach my world more effectively, so that I can be a greater blessing to those around me, so that I don't keep walking by the sick, the hurting, the depressed, the confused, so that I have a place for people to come and find refuge. He restores your soul, your appetite, your emotions, your desires and passions, and he guides you in paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Even when I walk through the narrow valley of death's shadow, I will fear no evil. That word means that which causes pain, unhappiness, or misery. I will fear nothing that causes me pain, that tries to cause unhappiness, or tries to cause misery. I won't fear any of that. When those thoughts come, I'm going to speak to those things thoughts, you line up with the Word of God. I will not be depressed. I will not go down. I will start, I will will stomp my feet and praise the Lord. Thank you, Lord, that you are the God of more than enough. Thank you that your Word says that you provide all my needs, that you heal all my diseases. You've redeemed my life from the pit. I choose to value your Word above the situations, above the circumstances, and above the expert opinions of my day. Your rod and your staff comfort me. The rod that protects you and the staff that guides you. The shepherd's staff that pulls you back in line. That guides you when you're about to fall off a cliff, when you're about to hurt yourself. And the rod that defeats the enemy. You prepare and furnish a king's table in conspicuous view of my enemies. (laughs) God says, hey. Let's pull up a table here, Sharon. See all those enemies behind you? They're all wanting to destroy you right now. What I'm going to do is we're going to have a feast at the king's table right in front of them.
0: them.
1: You keep your eyes focused on me. You look at me. Look at this feast. The children's bread is healing. My anointing, your cup runs over. Right in front of the view of the enemy. In conspicuous view. Because God's not trying to go, I got better hide you over here because I don't know if I can beat those guys. He goes, hey. Look at this. My child is feasting at the king's table, yeah. not under the beggar's table trying to find scraps. Yeah. My child is at the king's table yeah. taking their rightful place, having a feast yeah. right in front of the enemy. The enemy not touching you, the enemy frustrated that he can't get to you because you are seated calmly at the king's table. It says literally in front of inconspicuous view. And then this part. You anoint my head with oil. And then, and then this part, my cup runs over. That means it's fully saturated. Yeah. Not only is the cup full, not only is it running over, the cup, the vessel itself, the vessel itself, the vessel itself, the vessel itself gets fully saturated. How does a cup itself get fully saturated? How does a cup itself get fully saturated? God wants to fill you, not so that you just have something in that you can pour out to others, but so that it affects you and changes the way that you think about things because that oil gives you strength. According to Psalm, sorry, Isaiah 23, you don't have to turn there, it says, the oil of joy or exaltation of rejoicing instead of mourning. This is the oil that God is trying to fill you with. Why? Because your plan has sat. God's plan for your life has sat unattended. There are some things that those of you in here have been thinking about going, I can't make any progress on this thing. I'm not having any breakthrough in this thing. What is the answer? Nehemiah. (laughs) We're not going to read there, but I want to show you guys something. So this is the oil of joy in Isaiah 63 the oil of joy exaltation instead of mourning the mantle of praise thanksgiving adoration instead of the spirit of dark dull heaviness the mantle of praise thanksgiving adoration instead of a spirit of dull dark heaviness yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then this Nehemiah 8:10 the story here Israel 70 years before built the temple There's a problem, there's no walls. They have no walls to guard this temple. And for 70 years, one full lifespan of a normal person back in that day, there has been no walls. Nehemiah hears about this and he says, this is upsetting to me, this is grieving me. And then the king, because he's the cupbearer, the king goes to him, what's wrong? Why are you sad? And he says, the walls of Jerusalem are lying in ruins. The walls that surround the temple are in ruins, and they have been for 70 years. The king says, Well, what do you need? Suddenly, from a king who did not believe in the God of Israel. A pagan king. What can God do from those who don't believe around you? I know of a business owner. <laughs> the business was going down, COVID hit. We don't know what to do. $150,000 short for that year. get a call from someone from Madison. Hey, I really, I really love your business. You know, like my, my kids love the place. It's, it was a campground actually. I really, really love it. Are you, do you guys need anything? This is an unsaved person who lives in Colorado and this farm, <laughs> this camp is up North. Like, do you need anything? And the business owner goes, Hmm. Actually, yes, <laughs> it's like, we're having some issues, you know, we're really, really behind right now. And she's like, well, what do you, what do you need? What's wrong? And he's like, we're $150,000 short this year. And she goes, oh, okay, okay. Would a check work? And he goes, sorry, what?
0: Well, would a
1: check work, cashier's check? And he goes, are you serious? And she said, well, yeah, I can't let you shut down. Spirit-filled business owner. Unsaved person. This has happened five years in a row. Every year, this person sends them $150,000 to keep this business going, to keep these people doing what they've been called to do. God used the king of Persia. What can yours suddenly look like? If God can do it, and He can put $150,000. Tell this person, you should call that business owner, see what's going on. You haven't talked to him in years, just see what's going on. Hey, everything okay? Well, no, not really, you know, we're just a little bit behind right now. Check. Right, awesome. 150, 300, 450, 600, three quarters of a million dollars over the past five years into that business to keep it afloat, to keep them doing what God's called them to do. A suddenly, off of one phone call, provision for five full years to keep them going. When it looked like everything was going down, a call came. A suddenly happened. Yeah. So Nehemiah is at the temple, and he's, and he's having this issue. He goes, the walls are down, our temple's unprotected, so the king gives him all these supplies and sends him out to Israel. He gets there. The problem is the people keep on building at night and people will come around, the enemy is coming around, they start tearing it down. Seventy years there's been stagnation. Nehemiah's name means comforter. Who is our comforter? The Holy, the Holy Spirit. Nehemiah's name means comforter. The comforter arrives on the scene. They build what they couldn't in 70 years, in 52 days. Okay. After the comforter arrives. There's a suddenly where something gets broken off, fear, lack, doubt. And they build it in 52 days. What they couldn't do in 70 years. What can God do in you tonight that you couldn't do in the past 10, in the past 20, in the past 30, in the past five, even the past week or two? What can God do? Stephen had a suddenly. Dakota had a suddenly in his transportation. I had a suddenly, with my van, a $7,000 motor. And I'm going, Lord, that is not something I can pay for, but that is something that you can pay for. Yeah, right. <laughs> Thank you. The oil of joy. The oil of joy. The oil of joy. Sometimes you just got to open up a mouth a little bit and go, you know what? I'm going to rejoice. Even when it looks like there is this thing in front of me that nothing can defeat. Even when it looks like there's no easy way through, it's going to be a really rough transition. Man, I don't know what we're going to do here. How do we build something out of nothing? What can God build?
0: Right.
1: If they couldn't build the wall in 70 years and God did it in 52 days when the Comforter comes, what can God do through you too? In a place that people have said there is nothing that can come out of this ground. This ground is too fallow. This ground is too trashy. The people are not good enough to be able to do anything. They won't receive. They won't listen. They won't walk in love towards each other. There's no anointing here. What can God do through two yielded vessels who will walk in love, walk in peace, and walk in power? What can God do? Come over here for a second, you two. Come over here. Come over here for a second. Put your arms out like this. I saw God. <laughs> God showed me to do this. Thank you. I want you to say, I receive, I receive everything, everything, everything that, you have, me that me to, you have called me to. And I will walk in your power. I will walk in your, power. Walk in your, grace. I'll walk
0: in your grace.
1: And I will walk in your anointing. There it is. There it is. There oh. it is. Receive it. Receive it. There it is. There it is. There it is. There it is. you're going to build what they said couldn't be built you're going to see rivers in the desert you're going to see rivers in the desert You're going to see peace brought to violent situations. You're going to see peace brought where the devil has wreaked havoc. You're going to see peace. You make the declaration. You be the watchman on the tower that says, no more, devil. This will not be a place of murder. This will be a place of life. This will not be a place of depression and drug abuse. This will be a place of the joy of the Holy Spirit. This will be a place where people rise up. They don't get bowed down and stuck. raising up a community, raising up a city. That's strength for the journey. (laughs) That's strength for the journey. That's the joy, 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 and you're called to take it there. You're called to take it there. You're called to take it there. there. (laughs) Joy of the Lord. You got to praise in the midst of that. When I came to Michigan, I'm not gonna gonna admit this to you, every other time I've come here, immediately when I come here, the pollen just hits me like a train. And I am just, ugh, the whole time that I'm here. I came here and I said before, I drove into Breckenridge, I say, pollen, you're not gonna mess with my body while I'm here. That first night I go, ugh. You know what I started doing? What are you laughing at, Josh? laughing at the devil. See, he really think he's going to steal my healing? I'm not trying to get healed. I already am healed. That's why it says he comes to steal. You were healed. Don't let him steal it from you. You were healed. You stand in what God has already established and what God has already created in you. You stand in who he has said you are. Are you going to believe the devil and the world? Are you going to believe yourself? Well, you know, your genetics, they just, you know, you're genetically more likely to have a heart problem and cancer and all these kinds of things. You know, studies say 50% of Americans are going to have this problem and this problem. Not me. That thing's broken in my family. That thing's broken in my life. I'm the last Marthy in my line that will ever have a heart problem. I'm the last one to ever have high blood pressure. I'm the last one to ever have cancer. I'm the last one to ever be broke. I said I'm the last one to ever be broke. I'm going to fulfill the call of God. I don't care what it costs. I don't care where it goes. Well, you can't do that. you got five kids. My kids are a blessing from the Lord. And my Bible says the blessing of the Lord makes rich, not makes poor. My Bible says my children are a blessing from the Lord, and the blessing makes me rich. So there is going to be every plane ticket. There is going to be every bit of schooling provided. There is going to be every meal provided. There is going to be gifting and calling on every single one of them that will bless the nations. They're going to go beyond what I could do, beyond where I have gone, and they're going to see miracles, signs, and wonders well beyond what I ever did because the blessing of the Lord causes increase. That's what I'm going to have. Now, my question is, what are you going to have? Are you going to open your mouth and are you going to let your faith come out? Are you going to declare it? Are you going to declare it or are you going to be silent? Your faith is voice activated. Your faith is voice activated. Mark 11, 23, 24, stand in front of that mountain and speak to it. It doesn't say just think about it. I really wish God would move this mountain for me really wish God would do something right now. Open your mouth and speak. Mountain, get out of my way. God's not telling you to climb the mountain. God's not telling you to start digging. If you will do the speaking, God will do the lifting and the throwing. I wish somebody would get excited about this right now. Things are changing in this room tonight. Things are changing in this room. There are mindsets breaking off of you. There are mindsets breaking off of you right now. Things that the devil has been doing, weapons he's been devising against you and your line, that stops now. Yeah. I want you all to stand up if you want to do this. If you don't, stay seated. <laughs> stand up. Lord, say this with me. Lord, Lord, Lord I, decree your word, I decree your word, your faithfulness, your faithfulness over, my life, over my life, over my body, over my, body, over my mind. Over Over my finances. Over your finances, Kylie. Don't repeat that part to Kylie. Over my finances. Laugh. Laugh at it, Kylie. Laugh at it. Laugh at lack. Laugh at lack. The devil is not gonna keep you down. You're gonna be an example of what God can do in a young person. I increase. I am healthy. I am whole. I am whole. Filled with the Holy Spirit. Filled with his power. Filled with
0: his power.
1: Yes, that breaks off of you now. That breaks off of you now in Jesus' name. Fresh filling. Fresh, 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 fresh fresh and woo, fresh endowment. There it is, Mona. Fresh Fresh stuff, fresh stuff, fresh stuff, fresh stuff, fresh stuff. Go ahead, babe. Whatever you got. Go ahead, babe, whatever you got. Fresh, fresh, fresh. Say this with me. I walk in God's anointing. There it is. There it is. That's it right there. I walk in God's anointing. The same Spirit. Say it with me. The same Spirit that raised Christ from the dead lives in me. He lives in me and quickens my body. Into my body. No more of that. No more yes. of that oppression. No more of that coming against you and your children and your family. No, and your mind. No more. He sees. He knows. And he is moving on your behalf right now. Those questions are finding their answers. Some of them you don't even have to do anything about. He is moving on your behalf and taking care of them behind the scenes. So you rejoice in the face of adversity, and you laugh at the enemy because he is not allowed to continue that. In the name of Jesus. Say this: I am, filled I am filled with His joy, with His joy, with His joy, with his joy. <laughs> <laughs> strength, strength, hallelujah. that's strength, yep. that's strength, and strength. that's, strength. And strength. that's strength. And strength, yeah. You got
0: it? Hallelujah! You
1: ever heard that before? Gabe got milk. Got joy.
0: Got joy. <laughs> hallelujah! Praise God.
1: No more dry spell. No more. No more. Come out here. Come out here. Come out here. No more dry spell. <laughs> Sometimes you gotta do it by faith. Stir up the gift that's on the inside of you. Stir <laughs> it <up. laughs> Let it out, Gabe. <laughs> out of your belly. Out of your belly, from out <laughs> of. God is digging up some old wells of revival in Michigan. God is doing a work here. He's not just doing it in Oklahoma and Pakistan and all those other places. God's doing it here in Michigan and in Breckenridge and Texas and all the places. Yes. How does it happen? It happens when a believer rises up and says, Here I am, Lord, send me. Yes. I will open my mouth. Yes. I will do what you've called me to do. Yeah. I will go and I will minister that's to it. those that you have called me to. Yeah, I will do what you have called me to do. Yes. Thank you Lord. Thank, yes. you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Yes. Thank you, Lord. Yes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: Laugh your way through. Laugh your way through. Laugh your way through, and do not let him touch your joy. Do not let. Yep, yeah, there it is. Don't let him touch your peace. Don't let him touch. <laughs> Strong in the Lord and the power of His might. <laughs> this: the joy, of the, lord the joy of the lord is my strength, is my strength. The, joy the, the joy of the lord is my strength, is my strength. the joy of the lord <laughs> been tired for way too long you and your wife come out here come on here tiffany come on right over here
0: <laughs>
1: hold hands it's a joy to walk in what he has called you to. It is a joy to raise those kids. You're gonna have wisdom. You're not gonna lose them. You're not going to do the wrong thing. You're gonna follow his voice. Tucker Maverick and Schuyler, all three of them have a call of God on their life. You're not gonna mess it up. You're not gonna mess it up. The pressure's not on you. You yield to the Holy Spirit. You create an environment where the Holy Spirit is welcome in your home, in your parenting, and you look to him for wisdom and he's filling you with it right now is wisdom. Yes, yep, 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 yep. Just relax, just relax. Yield to it, yield to it. There you go, Tiffany. There you go, there you go, there you go. Kenny, relax. (laughs) He says relax, relax, let go. There you go, let go, let go, let go, let go. (laughs) Ha ha. (laughs) Ha ha ha. Sometimes you just got to laugh. I did that when sickness started hitting my body. I went, ha ha ha. Ha, 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 ha. Laughter is good medicine. Some of y'all need to start laughing more. Some of y'all need to start engaging by faith with the joy of the Lord that's on the inside of you. The joy of the Lord that's on the inside, that lives within you. You got to open your mouth. You got to open the door. You got to open the door and start letting that out. Ha, ha, ha. Ha, ha, ha. I I laugh at lack. I laugh at sickness. I laugh at doubt. I'm not going to doubt the word of the Lord over, over this place, over this church, over my life, over yes. my grandkids, over my children. I'm not going to go down. I am going up. I'm going one direction. I'm going
0: up. Ha, ha, ha. Ha, ha, ha. Ha, ha, ha. Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> 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 <to kill> <laughs> joy and refreshing. Joy
1: and refreshing for the season. <laughs> Mike, Lynn, Mike Lynn, Courtney, Courtney, thank you. Sorry, I didn't mean to snap at you. <laughs> Are you going to make me pay for that later. <laughs> Help me, pastor. Can I sleep at your house tonight? <laughs> fresh, 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 fresh. Fresh oil. Fresh oil, Dakota. Fresh oil, Dakota. Fresh oil. Fresh oil. The same thing you see. The same thing you see your grandpa walking in. The same thing you see your grandpa walking in. You can walk like that too. You can walk like that too. You can walk like that too. too. Might look a little different. You can walk it. There it is. There it is. Impartation. 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 Uh Huh? (laughs) Huh? It's all right, Lily. It's all right. (laughs) If nothing else is laughing at me, I'm weird. I know it. (laughs) It's going to refresh you. It's going to refresh you, Lily. (laughs) Yeah. Yep. That has to leave now. Yep. That assignment has to leave. That assignment is broken off. You release her now in Jesus' name. (laughs) Yep. Peace. Peace to that storm. Peace. 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 No more torment. No more. He sees you. He did not forget about you. And it's not your fault. Didn't forget about you. You let the Father love you. God, let him love you.
0: <laughs>
1: I know it's really weird. I told God anything but this, but he said, no. Nope. Because <laughs> he's the boss. Yeah. Just like for you. Yeah. He's the boss. Yeah. He's the boss. He's the boss. You say no where he says no, you say yes where he says yes.
0: Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. The natural, you got a lot of talent, you got a lot of skill. You follow his voice. Yeah. His rod and his staff. Yeah. To protect you from the enemy and to guide you. Do not take a step out of his plan. Okay. Don't do it. Yeah. And laugh. Yeah.
0: <laughs>
1: God wants to show you joy. God wants to teach you joy. Listen. You know what I get the most hate for whenever I go places and I minister? This flow right here. Well, you know what sets people free? This flow right here.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: I'm not gonna stop, and you're not gonna stop either. Okay.
0: Yeah.
1: The devil fights joy. Why? Because he wants to keep you weak.
0: Yeah. If the yeah. joy of the
1: Lord is your strength, if he can cut that thing off, no joy to the Christians, no joy to the believers, he can take your strength. Do not let him take your strength. Laugh. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh you have
1: a shirt that says got milk I like it <laughs> you got joy too
0: <laughs>
1: grace and wisdom and increase 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 yes 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 particularly for your family yes hasn't been a whole lot of reasons to laugh regarding your children, regarding your family and some things you're not talking about really easy to live down how can this possibly change this has been going on for too long nope suddenly coming to you suddenly coming to your family and your children and your grandchildren those assignments against your grandchildren that will carry the fire of God and the fire of revival are done. There's no pressure on you. You just follow the leading of the Holy Spirit. You live in peace, you walk in peace. Choose joy. That's the way to walk through this. Choose joy, rejoice. When the walls are closing in, you laugh your way out of those and watch them fall around your family and around your children. You laugh your way out of it. Double, you don't get my child. You don't get my grandbaby. You don't get my marriage. You don't get any of them. My sons or my daughters, they will serve the Lord. I've trained them up in the way that they should go and they will not depart from it when they grow old. Hmm, hmm. Refreshing to you. Yeah, refreshing, refreshing, refreshing. Refreshing. Yes, taking those tears and then filling you with his joy, filling you with his peace, giving you a reason to laugh again. The Lord's, (laughs) the Bible says, when our captivity was turned, we laughed and the nation said, surely the God has done a great thing among them. What it says in the book of Psalms and that's the story of your life and your family. You're going to be seen and they will say, surely the Lord has done a great work in them. (laughs) don't dream it's over don't dream it's over do not yield to that lie
0: Mm.
1: pray declare the things I have told you to and let me handle the rest and do not lose your confession and do not lose your joy You, Jesus, the peace of God, the peace of God, the anointing, the anointing, the anointing, the anointing. That's the peace of God. You're coming through this. You are coming through this. You're not going down. Your family and your children are not going down, and you're not done turning your morning into joyful dancing. Yeah. Say, there's no way I don't see it. There's no possible way. There's no fix for this. You just watch what he's going to do.
0: <laughs>
1: you keep your mouth engaged with the word. Faith like a child. Faith like a child. You don't have to fix it. You don't have to figure it out. Faith like a child and watch him work on your behalf when you line up your words with his. Michael, yes. go ahead and take over. Thank you, Lord, thank you, Lord, thank you, Lord. Grace, grace, grace for the call, grace for the call, grace for the call. A new season, a new season, a new season, a new season. The Lord says the attack has failed. The attack has failed, and now it's time to rejoice. Now it's time to rejoice. Now it's time to let out a shout of praise. It's time to let the lion on the inside of you roar. Over your children, over your family, over your husband. (laughs) Do not stay down. Get up. Get back on your feet and you start swinging with the words out of your mouth. You be bold, (laughs) because there's power on the inside. There's power on the inside. You're not waiting for something else to go wrong. You're not waiting for something else to go wrong. You do not decrease. You do not decrease energy. God show you how to wake up with a song in your heart to rejoice in the children that you have because your babies, your babies are going to shake the nations. They're going to shake the nations. Your babies are going to shake the nations with the call they have on their life and they're not taking you out. They're not taking out the head. They're not taking out either one. They're going to see the glory of the Lord as you walk (laughs) in victory. His joy is the way through. His joy is the way through. Real laughter filling your home for what seemed like the first time in years. Refreshing laughter and joy. (laughs) The enemy can't take your joy, he can't take you.
0: Thank
1: you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Oh, I just realized that the timer hit zero. Sorry about that, Pastor. (laughs) I'll work it over later. Thank you. Thank you all for coming tonight. I've got one or two more things. I want to let Pastor dismiss service so they can go ahead and get the kids want to stay in this for a second. You can go ahead and do that. I want to encourage you guys, listen. Something changed tonight. God is giving you the keys to breakthrough. God is giving you the keys to a suddenly in your life. It's right here. It's when you begin to realize, when I open my mouth, when I declare who God is, when I stand on the word of God, that firm foundation, nothing is going to shake me. But the question is, is anything too hard for God? Because if your answer is yes, then you will not have that suddenly moment of breakthrough. Because death and life is in the power of the tongue. Don't let the devil have your tongue. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. I heard
1: a man say this, when you believe and speak the lie, you empower the liar. When you believe and speak the lie, you empower the liar. Do not let the devil have the power that God has given you. Your, your words will build your life. So let the word of God come firing out of you. If you don't know what scriptures apply to you, get on Google and find some. About the healing over your life. I'm serious. Find them. You need scriptures on healing? Jeremiah 30, 17. Ha ha. He restores me to health and heals me of every wound. Psalm 103, verse 3. He forgives every sin and heals every disease. 1 Peter 2, 24. By his stripes I was healed, not trying to. I walk in the health of God. What if it doesn't feel like it? Don't be moved by what you feel. We are called believers. Yes. We're called believers. Yes. Yes. Believers. Not moved by what we see, moved by what we believe. Yes. Let it move your mouth. When the word of God and the faith of God begins to move your mouth, it'll move your circumstance. Shelly and Aohenia, I need you to up here. Over on this side, please. Glory to God. Fresh filling for you guys tonight, a piece of joy, of laughter, the things that you thought were dead coming back to life. You can stay in here if you want to. I've got a couple more things, but other than that, pastor, thank you. Sorry, I went over a little bit over time. Oh,